Hello, all you beautiful people, and this is another episode of Retro Rewind. And today, get your cowboy hats and your six shooters. We're talking Dark Watch. Uh, you can bring plastic fangs if you would like. So, this is a game that was released in 2005 by High Moon Studios and published by our beautiful friends at Capcom. Craig. Yes. You've never heard about this game, right? Except never, for me, I think. Never, never heard of it at all, which is odd because it's in the era of games that I think... Now, I actually... I've, I've made a slight faux pas because when I was playing it, all I was thinking was, this reminds me of those that era of first-person shooters, and was Black out at roughly the same time, and what's the other one with all the bullets? No, that is that, is that Black? Black That's... is the one with all the bullets on the cover. Okay, and then there's one that you had a baseball bat and you hit people's heads and it was all gruesome and stuff. Anyway, I I don't know how I, I don't know how I missed this. I, I, it just now, seems like now such we, a I think solid... we should have played a baseball bat game where we bash people's heads in. That might have been more fun. I can't remember... Do you know, I had this conversation with Grim like about six months ago and I was like, Grim, there's this game and it was notorious for being gritty and it was a first person shooter and you hit people, a lead pipe, the first thing you pick up is a pipe and you hit them with a pipe and he was like, oh Craig, it's this game, <laughs> except That's a great Swedish accent. accent, that's pretty good though. <laughs> Thank you. So he's like, oh it's this game and oh, I'm like, PC? oh so that's... Yeah, yeah. Grim is like this weird shareware PC guru thing. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, anyway, back on track. Yes. Don't know how I missed it at all. But it's quite all right. Um, personally, I as soon as I saw a cowboy on the cover with fangs, I was like, I need this in me. So I bought <laughs> yeah. it. I played it on the PS2 first, and this time I did play it on the Xbox just to see if there was any major differences. Eh, there's really not. The PS2 has... A special gun and another level but the xbox looks a little better because it can go to like 480p but that's no big six but yeah uh this this has remained one of my favorite shooters if not for the way it plays because i think it's a bit janky now but uh mainly just because of the kind of content yeah it's it's got a, a solid a solid theme and look and it's slightly of its time field the gameplay as you say it just it just oh oh yeah it just but it doesn't it's not a bad thing it's not to its detriment because you know it was perfectly playable yeah if if you haven't played this game specifically it's in that like weird dead zone between say duke nukem 3d and then what maybe halo 2 yeah it's in that weird zone where things aren't quite like analog sticks weren't quite enough to where you, they're easy enough to do those nice headshots. It was just kind of like Half-Life 1. Did you find it rough to go back to at all? Like some of the mechanics? Yes. I found I found it felt... There's something about first-person shooters from that era, and I think it's to do with the easing of your movement it's not like you press left to strafe left and there's a kind of fraction of a second where you get up to speed and then move it's smooth these days it's very smooth then you just press left and it just goes i'm going left i'm going right it's very yeah um sharp movements 
which just, yeah there's like no acceleration exactly that's exactly what i'm thinking easing is the kind of animation term i think for it because that's from work the only thing i knew to describe it but yeah you're right oh, look at you. it's the acceleration of your character and it seems like such a small point but when you sit and play modern first person shooter after first person shooter and then go back to something like this you instantly go whoa this is 10 years ago <laughs> or however long ago yeah i am um, like playing it now there's a couple things that struck me as really weird like number one is they don't exactly just hand ammo to you. They don't. Like, I, I ran out of ammo quite frequently. I I did something a bit different with this game from what I would normally do. Ah. So, I had a point, I'll, I'll, I'll do a wee bit into weapons and stuff like that, but I had a point where I got the carbine, I believe, rifle type thing. Oh, yeah. And at this point in any yep. game, I would become, because by this point, you've also, you get that blood thing where you can see people blood oh yeah the blood vision view. blood blood vision that's the one and i would have been the safe i'm gonna take my time and i'm gonna snipe my way through a level but the melee combat in this is so darn satisfying that turned into an oh, absolute beast <laughs> just hitting people and every weapon seems to melee someone in a different way so you're just like i just want to hit everyone in the <laughs> face so i i didn't find ammo that much of a problem because i found myself doing a bit of a rambo battering through it it was, it was, it was different uh yeah it is, it is nice like i i kept the rifle around and the rocket launcher mm-hmm. oh the rock yeah, around yeah. just for their melee even though they weren't full of ammo it's just yeah this this hits them real good it does and it seems to it's not like melee where you have to hit them seven or eight times in the head to get them to die it's it's got no. a beefy hit to it you can just pop off the heads uh well i guess we should explain okay, a little bit right, okay yeah. so Wind you back. start as a regular cowboy on a train heist and you blow open a vault and it turns out there was a vampire in there and then you turn into a vampire because you got bit and hence starts the game uh, there are different weapons. They're kind of your standard, like, Call of Duty deathmatch weapons. There's, you know, your single pistol, which, by the way, the coolest thing in the game is being able to fan the oh, hammer yeah. like that. It's so good. Uh, then there's also your rifle. Then there's your, your rocket launcher, which you don't get until quite late in the game. Mm-hmm. And you have your dual pistol. So you're, you're kind of just your average set. Uh, the, sadly, the shotgun in this, not very good. Didn't find much use for the shotgun. Nah. And your enemies are, of course, sorry, Craig, they're just your garden variety. This one's a skeleton that's raised from the dead. This one's a vampire. That's kind of about it. Except with guns. The one, the one that I found most odd was the one that kind of does a big blue wibbly wobbly ball type attack projectile. Oh, the banshee? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, I, I never know the names of all these things, and I could sit and I could stare at it and still forget. Uh, speaking of forgetting the names of these things, so in case you were wondering what that game was where you hit people with lead pipe, Craig just messaged me. It is Kingpin. It is. Life of Kingpin, Crime. Kingpin, Life of Crime. That was 1999, and it was a, a beast of a, a FPS, if you can <laughs> go and get it on good old games or some sort of abandonware website. It is, it is recommended, even though I don't think I've ever played it. It is recommended. So uh, another thing that Dark Watch does that I really enjoyed was uh, those horse missions. There's one mission where there's a boss, the vampire boss is flying behind you, and you have to shoot him while on horseback, and you can lean to the left and to the right of your horse. Uh, there's an, also another one where you have to stop a train while you're on a horse. 
And so it's kind of shootouts on a horse that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, the, the first the first bit of this, the first one, I think I must have shot 400,000 rounds of ammunition. It seems to be <laughs> that you've got infinity bullets and you can just keep on shooting and eventually the guy oh, yeah. catches up with you. It's kind of nice. And yeah, I, I'm... Oh, this is a bad pun. I'm sorry, but it's kind of just what I say. I, I don't think the game really gets any teeth until like halfway through. Up until that point, it's fairly easy to get your bearings <laughs> and everything. I'm sorry about that. Oh, really yeah. God. Um, Did you find any points on this where either due to the, the game design or due to the era it was in where it really just, oh, this, if I maybe if I wasn't playing for Retro Rewind, I would stop here? No, no, not at all. Uh, I'm, I've got to say the question that you omitted from the start of this podcast was, no, I did not finish it. I... Um, Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. No, no, that's absolutely fine. I assume you finished it. I did not finish it. Oh, I yeah. I got. Yeah. Um, I don't know what level it is. You're, you. I think it might be seven, where you're driving a car with mini guns on top of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that's. Wait, is that after the sex scene or before the sex scene? I can't remember. That's a good question. I watched the rest because of it on a it, video. This also has. Oh, oh, it's so, so, so erotic, isn't it? <laughs> Those Lego-looking people just mashing into there's each a, other. It's so there's good. a video on YouTube <laughs> of all the cutscenes cut together. Cut scenes cut together. Cut scenes stuck together. Stitched. Stitched together. Yes, that's that's the right word. Uh, yeah, check it out as well, people. It's sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, too, uh, this is not a very pretty-looking game. No, no, it's just not. It has that golden eye syndrome when it comes to the faces, where it's just kind of mashed flat, but then there's a nose that comes out. Yeah, it's, it's, there's something. I would have thought by the time there would have been uh, a bit more of an ability to create better character models. Although, did this? I was it this game I was reading about that I, it got off to a bit of a ropey start. It was in development for quite some time. And it was as it happened. Yeah, that, was it this happening? this was like it's on again, off yeah. again, on again, off again. Uh, same with the sequel, and that stayed off. Oh, sadly, because I actually would have liked the sequel. What? When was the sequel? But yeah, these were the guys. Due? Or when was it proposed to be? It... Uh, they they were trying to do it like uh before two thousand ten. All oh, right, okay. So like two thousand eight, right, two thousand nine. Yeah. It's kind of like the sequel to Eternal Darkness. It just kind of appears and then disappears. I mean, these guys are kind of okay. Like, they did, you know, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. They did the Transformers games, like the War for Cybertron and all those. So, these guys aren't bad. It's just this was their first thing. And I think you can tell this is the kind of their first product that they put out. There are some rough edges to it. Yeah. But overall, I think it's presented fairly well, to get given circumstances. Yeah, no, I... The I, music's... Music I... is... Oh, music is so good. <laughs> It it keeps it keeps your interest peaked where maybe your interest may lessen. Okay, right. Here's my question, Dave. Yes. And please correct me if I'm wrong, and I'll just cut this whole section out. But oh, look at you you live your life. You rob trains. I'm robbing a train. Robbing a train. Right. That's it. I'm going for my one last heist. I am going to rob this train. I know something great is on it. You get on the train. You're working your way up the train, and all of a sudden you start getting attacked by skeletons. Does that happen? You know, I've really only had that happen once. And it was it wasn't 
the skeletons were moving. I was kind of on the train. The coffins jostled yeah. and skeletons fell out. So I don't know what. I mean, that turned me off. I right don't know there. what it is, but if my life had been spent robbing trains and all of a sudden I'm on a train with jiggly coffins and skeletons, I ain't robbing it anymore. I'm jumping off. It's... Nah, you would think common sense would dictate this probably isn't a train I want to rob. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Now, I... see, I, I think the problem exists before you even get to the train because as soon as you say this is my last one <laughs> yes yes you know something that's like i'm two days away from retirement let me punch into the job don't ever say anything like that yeah you're right you're very right anyway sorry yeah that was just oh, was no, perfectly fine. Uh, mm-hmm. a couple of things that i didn't like about this is a lot of what it boils down to is kind of that unreal tournament three kind of thing where it's you're in a room Boom, door shut. Okay, you have to just kill everybody before yeah. you can move on. It's not really a first-person shooter where you're making your way through an area. It's you go to a hallway, boom, door shut. Okay, kill everybody. Then the level opens up a little bit, and then another kind of kill chamber, and then it opens. Very Doom, actually, now that yeah, I think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, very Doom. In its design. Um, I, I've beaten this on multiple difficulties. Once you start getting above, like, normal... But enemies take way too many shots. Like, it starts to feel like Borderlands when you have a crappy gun. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't want that. Which is weird, right? Because these are some of the Destiny guys. Like, some of these guys went on to work on Destiny. Yeah. And that was kind of my problem with that, too. So I wonder if it's just the way they enjoy making games. Yeah, it's more difficult because your bullets are weaker. That shouldn't... Yeah, um... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that to me as that's not the way to bump up difficulty. No, no, I'd rather have you know enemies maybe shoot a little better. Yep. Or more enemies, just a little smarter. Like, have you ever? Out of curiosity, have you ever played Fear? Do you know what I have? But I couldn't. I couldn't recall. Don't remember anything. Yeah, I couldn't recall a detail. I know I have though. <laughs> that was one of the first games I played where the AI, if you shoot at them, they'll duck behind cover. They'll. You can hear them talking to each other. Okay, you try to flank around to the left. I'll flank around. It's like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is fun. I, I think that's something that just kind of naturally migrated into this gen's first-person shooters. Yeah. And to clo- I, I do have stuff I want to talk about, but to close up the game itself, I think this is kind of a footnote, and the only thing that makes it special to me is A, the theme, and B, just some of the memories I have about it. I think the memories are a little generous, but I still really enjoy the theme of it what about you where would you rate this on the old uh, i'm on a desert island dark watch washes up do i go eh, and let it float away or do you pick it up and go yeah yeah i'll well, play it i mean in that scenario i would pick it up because even if i wasn't going to play it i could eat the disc depending on how <laughs> desperate i was for food i'm glad i'm really glad i played it it's like to me and my memories of the 10 to 15 year old period of first person shooters it's decidedly average feeling the thing that makes it special is the theme the theme very much yeah nails it but the 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 rest of it about it maybe not so much but i'm i'm perfectly happy i, I played it or before we do any sort of like rounding up or how did you feel or anything you've played it multiple times there's there's a choice i've only seen one choice but i'm led to believe there's a few different points where you can pick good or bad and there's different skills that you get from those two 
trees? Yes, yes. Um, you'll come across what they call tortured souls every once in a while, and you can either be the good guy and release their souls into heaven, limbo, whatever, or you can be a bad guy and send them to hell, suck their powers, call it good. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's with dead people. Sometimes it's with, you'll see like a lady get bit by a vampire and she'll run up to you and be like, they bit me. And you're like, hmm, <laughs> do I bite her? Or do I suck all the, for some reason, vampirism is a poison you can suck out and spit. Oh, right. So, okay. yeah. So you can either be a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's kind of a light side, dark side tree going mm -hmm. on with the powers. Does it ever affect I, the story? Uh, yeah, it does at the end. Oh, right, at okay. the end, you can get the haha, I'm now the vampire king, or the yay, I killed the vampire king kind of thing. So huh. I, it's not much. It does add a little bit of flavor. Like if you go uh, towards the evil side, you can get fear, which, you know, those enemies that run up melee you with the sickles. Yes. You know, and you can kind of make them run away because you use fear. Ah, okay. um, a lot of them are kind of comparative. It's like one, you can shoot uh, like a ball of lightning. Uh -huh. And the other one is holy ball of lightning kind of thing. Right. So yeah. not much other than the, the flavor of the story going on. Oh, another side note that's kind of fun has to do with the story. So whenever I play Mass Effect, I always play as Femshep, right? Uh-huh. And the main voice, the voice of Femshep is your sidekick in this, the is girl. Jennifer Hale? Or yes, sir. It's Jennifer Hale. And uh, it was nice to be bossed around by Femshep. <laughs> I got to feel like I would say Garrus this time. She's like, go over there and shoot that thing. All right, I'll do it, Fem Shep, but only because I love you. Awesome. Very good. But yeah, um, I think you're on to a very good point there with the theming of the older shooters. Because shooters in general, I think, going back and playing older games, I think they've aged almost the worst. And we're not counting like gimmicky things like, say, 7th Guest FMV games. Just like, you know, I don't want to say hardcore, but let's say core gaming games. Yeah. I think FPSs have aged the worst. Do you find yourself playing old ones very often? Or is it just a peek in and then peek out? Is that a question to me or to the audience? Yeah. Well, they can't answer. Oh, yeah. Well, answer on Twitter if you feel the need. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm fine with that. I've, I've Of all the games, of all the things we've thought about doing, it's FPSs are one thing that I think are just... I decide not to play because things like that Kingpin, um, games that I yeah. used to play that I just think if I went and played that just now, it'd be terrible. The Delta Force games, you know, Ooh. that kind of thing. I used to, I, I've, I've got very, very fond memories of playing Delta Force games and Project like Soldier IGI. Of Fortune for me. Yeah, Project IGI, Soldier of Fortune, all of those kind of things. I. Honestly, I, I would never go back and play them for fear to ruin them, them. No, yeah. I mean, that's what's weird. Like, I can still play some older ones. Like, if it's something where it's got a nice gameplay hook, like, say, Rainbow Six, mm -hmm. where it's not really an FPS. It's more like a strategic planning game. Yeah. That I'm fine with. But if I want to go back to, like, Duke Nukem 3D or Doom 1 or, like, Blood, mm -hmm. yeah, it starts to get a little ropey sometimes. My question to you was, is there an FPS that is in your past or maybe you just found about it sometime where the gameplay is not very good, but the theme saves it for you? Because that's Ooh. very much what this is for me. Oh, oh, that's a good one. The theme of the game has saved the time. And if you game. say Skyrim, I'll kill you. I am not going to say Skyrim because for me, I'm not 
really as much as I loved Skyrim and like Dragon Age, fantasy has never traditionally been my thing. Like honestly, it's the the whole magey side of things I don't even touch because I'm still a wee bit like nerd. <laughs> you know, just a wee bit. <laughs> um but you know, I'm I'm kinda getting into it. Oh god, that's a really good question. I'll have to I'll reflect on that and if I think of something in the next few minutes, I'll blurt it out. But if not I'll, okay. I'll tweet it. So um then the second question is since again on the theme, uh cowboys are like I am like a fly drawn to shit mm-hmm. with cowboys. You Anything are? cowboy related. Playing Overwatch, darn toot, and I'm gonna play McCree. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play as that devil chicken drawn to death. You know, just um anything cowboy I kind of really like. Yeah. Uh is there anything like that for you in a video game where if you see it, it's like, yup, there's my character, or yup, I'm playing this game. I don't care if it's bad. It's got pirates in it or something like that. Uh no, I think I'll just I'll play anything. The thing that doesn't pull me in is fantasy. In fact, do you know what? That's a bit of a lie because I really like um, sci-fi and tech more than anything else. Anything that's like portally or mass effecty, I would very much hone in on that. If that okay, so you're you're a Star Trek kind of guy, not a Star Wars kind of guy. I meant you like like more science than you do like um, light and not lightsabers, but like force kind of thing. Yes. Oh, Dave, you're the first person in life that might have actually articulated what it is <laughs> that's in my brain about that. Yeah, you're very much right. It's it's the science and tech as opposed to the the force, the unbelievable side of things. Yeah, well yeah, like Dune kind of thing. Well done. Well, that's what I'm here for, sir. To put words to your thoughts. That's that was a, that was amazing. I feel like you've got a direct line to my brain. Um, yeah. I'm sorry if we didn't talk much about Dark Watch, but it, it is kind of just a game that does what it sets out to do and it does it well. But the problem is, it was in what at the time was a very crowded genre. Yes, and incredibly crowded. The only thing we really can talk about is, hey, that's a cowboy with fangs. And there's really not much to say about that other than that's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. I, I would like to see a sequel to this. Just if you could like update this into modern gameplay standards, I think that would be great. But some of the things were weird about this. Like um, precision aiming is very hard when you don't have that kind of friendliness towards, yeah, we realize you're using analog sticks. Let's give you a little bit of a nudge. Yeah, because there were a lot of times you'd go for a headshot and it's just a squeak off, but their their hit detection is really spot on there because it whizzes right by his head. And like, oh, you could you could have given that to me. I wouldn't have complained. Yeah, there is something about that. There's something about it. Sounds it doesn't sound cheaty, but there is a not an auto aiminess, but a, an aim assist type feel that is necessary with sticks. I think at certain times, especially. Oh, oh definitely. Especially, uh, yeah. So. Back then, when they're taking what traditionally you would say, I'm going to play this on the PC with the keyboard and mouse because that's the preferred way to play a first-person shooter because it's, you know, keyboard and mouse rule. Yeah. And then just mapping that to sticks. Like, I remember playing quite a lot of games on my PC with a controller (laughs) and sticks, and I was just like, oh my goodness, I don't know how how anyone can do this. But then, you know, (laughs) I also remember trying to play Grand Theft Auto with a 
keyboard and mouse, and that's just nuts Ooh. as well. It's absolutely, it's just atrocious. I'm, I'm. This is a little sad, but I remember because might as well ruminate on FPSs for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first FPS I ever played on a PC was actually Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, I, I was what? really late to the what? game. Um, yeah. Things like Doom, I played on like the SNES and the Genesis. Hmm. Or Duke Nukem, I'm sorry. No, yeah. Doom was on Super Nintendo. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like Wolfenstein, that was all console ports. Oh, wow. And so me getting used to first-person shooters with a mouse and a keyboard took a very long... Like, I actually still have to invert the mouse. Oh, my God, Dave. You poor man. I can't, I can't, I can't point to something with the mouse. It just doesn't work when I'm playing. If I'm looking through a scope, it has to be down equals up. Otherwise, my brain just goes on the fritz. Wow. That's the complete opposite from me. Who think <laughs> I was very, very much PC was the thing. So so you're very, very comfortable with a mouse and keyboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And uh, yeah, yeah, completely not. Like, like, even I played Bioshock 2 on the PC, and I plugged in a 360 pad. I didn't want to goof around with no mouse and keyboard nonsense. I've since gotten used to mouse and keyboard. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, so nowadays, let's say we're playing a good bout of, oh, Overwatch. Let's say Overwatch. Yep. Since that's a nice, fast-paced game. Would you prefer to be using mouse and keyboard oh God, over no. DualShock? Nah, not, not, not in the days where I've ditched PC gaming just to be able to laze back in my big comfy sofa with, you know, like some juice and some crisps and just sit and chill and play. It's, the controller's absolutely perfect. And for some strange reason, I would... I still acknowledge that keyboard and mouse is probably a bit quicker to use. I would hate to think that there was the option for me with my Wii controller to be playing against people with the keyboard and mouse. Because Oof. No, that'd be unfair. You'd just be annihilated. That, yeah. That was another thing that was very weird to get used to. Like, I had Call of Duty on PC and um, console at the same time, and I had some friends that were on console and some friends that were on PC, and that skill ceiling for the PC side of things was way higher. Yeah. Like you had people making ridiculous shots compared mm-hmm. to what was on the console, so yeah, I'll I'll agree. I think if you're used to it, that is a much more precise way to play a game. I just it just doesn't work very well for me. Yeah, I think now over what it, I don't want to say it's casual, but it for me at my level, it's just casual, happy sofa gaming. The best, the best we can we're men with family and jobs, and it's just mm-hmm. the way it goes. The best we can hope for is casual but on the high side of oh, yeah. skill mm-hmm. like oh we're good casual you know we're not going to be like yeah we're ranked five now that we don't really have time to do that anymore i know yeah it's like i got really quite good at overwatch but then i just hit the point where i need to put it down and play something else um <laughs> i'd hate to be the guy that was playing something like sniper elite and not getting any kills you know like Zero death, oh, zero kills, and seven that deaths. That has got to be so frustrating. In yeah. case you didn't know, listener, lately we've been playing a lot of Sniper Elite Three. <laughs> I finally turned Craig and Luke on to how much fun it is. I I have completed the game three times, mm-hmm. and we're working through on authentic now, just for fun. We are, and uh, so we decided to play some multiplayer. And it turns out that no matter how good you are in the campaign, it's no good against players. <laughs> um. People who just picked up the game are absolutely slaughtering me. <laughs> so oh every time after we're done a match, I play a single player lever just to go, yeah, see, yeah, 
See? Good. But can so, kill yes, people. That's what Craig was hinting at, and the fact that I'm absolutely terrible at sniper. Jeez, I, I, I was hoping you wouldn't pick up in that because I was trying to be quite subtle. <laughs> it, it was very subtle. I, if I wasn't listening closely, I wouldn't have picked up on it. <laughs> so, here's my last question to close this out. Do it. And that is do you have a problem with FPSs? Because if you remember, like a little while ago, like FPSs were the dumb jock frat boy games to play mm-hmm. whereas something like rpgs were the intelligent man's game kind of thing he says ironically um i say ironically as i play through rpg series mm-hmm. yes but do you have a problem with like i i'll be honest i used to look down and oh you only played like halo and call the oh come on you know play a real game as i get older i start to see more of the appeal of fps's because they're great just chilling games. Yeah, they are. They are. Sniper, not so much because you're tense. But yeah. for the most part, say your Call of Duties, your Overwatches, your what have you. I, we're talking about FPSs. We're not talking about like a first-person RPG or anything. No, no. Yeah, like straight up. Just a pure FPS. It, yep. It's something that... My problem like with Like Doom. Yeah. The new Doom, the new Wolfenstein, those kind of games where yeah. it's just... Man it. My problem, my only problem would be that I feel like sometimes the single player campaigns get overlooked uh, to kind of focus on multiplayer. And I know that's kind of changing with Call of Duty, but there's been some dire single player campaigns on the Battlefront and the Call of Duty front. And I don't have the time anymore to sit and plow hours into the online side of things. So I always feel a wee bit like buying a game i'm going to play an eight hour campaign and have a wee flutter with the multiplayer and then give up on it so i always feel a wee bit bummed that the campaigns i mean uh, wolfenstein was a complete and utter that didn't happen because wolfenstein has an awesome campaign and no multiplayer no multiplayer actually yeah you're right, actually. I've just, when I said it's got an amazing <laughs> campaign, and then I thought, and it actually has no multiplayer. That's the point. The, the, that's that's my, my beef with it, isn't with the games, it's with the way they're developed slightly. Especially when it comes to Call of Duty, because some of the, like, Infinite, Call of Duty Infinite could have had such an awesome campaign, and it could have been amazing, but it just feels like they're churning out these. I want to... Wait, Infinite was the space one. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Infinite was the space one, right? I always get that confused with Advanced Warfare. Yeah, Infinite Space. And sp- okay. first, right. first person shooting in space, it should have been amazing. I imagine like Moonraker and things like that. But no. Yeah. It's it just it's a generic campaign as a gateway and or even people don't touch it to just go on to the same old multiplayer. So that's my tiny beef with things but wolfenstein's been out for a while and it's it's got an absolutely solid campaign so no oh yeah i loved it absolutely yeah, loved wolfenstein too amazing i hope that answers your question but it's i, I don't have a it's not a well-founded answer. it's just a very personal answer it's not like founded in facts or examples so you're you kind of get that that uh shadow of doubt that when you buy an fps maybe you're not going to get your money's worth out of the single player. Exactly. It's I'm paying £40 for a £15 campaign. Honestly, unless it's a game that, that I know is made for the campaign, I'm kind of the opposite of you. 
yeah, uh, I don't need to play Call of Duty Infinite's campaign. It's going to be kind of sucky. So let's just go multiplayer. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of the opposite. Fair enough. But, yeah, as I get older, I, I find myself gravitating more for FPS games, which is weird. Just because, yeah, I've got a half hour. I can probably bust through a level or two. Yeah, not a sniper, though. <laughs> no, not a sniper. <laughs> um, so, uh, Craig, you know... Speaking of segues, I believe a game that doesn't have levels is uh, your next pick. It is. It is indeed. So, um, as you might have alluded to, my next game is a complete and utter bizarre mashup of a point-and-click adventure and platforming awesomeness, Cosmic Spacehead for the Mega Drive. Oh, yippee. Oh, don't say, you haven't played it yet, Dave. You will love it. Look. There are some words that just, when said in the English language, make your butthole tense up. <laughs> um, genocide is, is one. Um, uh, um, let's see. Tax evasion uh-huh. would be another one. And uh, probably point and click okay. is up there on mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Join us next time when we talk about Cosmic Space Face Mc, Mc Spacington. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> see ya. Oh, wait, you should hit our Twitter or Google and our, our Facebook thing. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>